Hello and welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about movies and games and all good nerdy stuff that we love. I'm Michael and sitting across from me is my regular co-host, Damien. Hello. Damien, how are you? I'm pretty well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's been good. I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11 all morning. Yeah, you really, so. you've been really enjoying that? Yeah, I am. Yeah, uh, I think I, I waited a little while till it came out before I played it, but it's quite good. It took me a little while to get into it because I came off playing Mario Odyssey prior to that and quite a different game. So yeah, somewhat, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. It's, geez, there's a lot of content in it. Some of, some of it's a bit excessive, but uh, and not of all of it's for me, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, really you say living up game. to your expectations? Yeah, I guess. I didn't really have any real expectations. I didn't like Mortal Kombat X so much. I think this is an improvement on that. Graphically, it's a massive improvement. The graphics mm. are amazing, actually, particularly the, uh, the the facial features, like the, just some of the ways the, the faces emote. Yeah. It's really impressive. So. I remember replaying a bit of Mortal Kombat 9 recently and just thinking, like, wow, this did it always look this kind of just not that good? And I guess, like, obviously, our standards have just gone up over the years since that came out. That came out, what, 2014? Something like, like that. It still looks good, but it's just amazing how far we've come graphically. Yeah. Gosh. And every time I, I see it, I think, like, every time we're in a generation, I think, God, I don't know how it could get much better than this. But and it gets better. <laughs> yeah, it does. I still remember thinking Super Smash Bros. Melee was the peak. Like, how could it get any better than this? And then I saw some footage of that the other day, and gosh, that looked really mm, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so we've come a long way. But no, it's a good game. Lots of content. I think one of the complaints that has been pretty popular about it is the um, the spike in difficulty in the in Towers of Time mode. So Towers of Time mode is... Did you ever play Spirit, the... the, the what's it called? The World of Light in Smash Brothers Ultimate? Oh, yeah, I played a bit of that. So in the Towers of Time, you have... Um, I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're little um, like weapons and items that you can use just as you would use as you would okay. use spirits in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And what's really cool about them is they always incorporate uh, a Mortal Kombat character, maybe one that's not in the game that hasn't been thought of for a while. So, for example, like you can use like um, like uh, Jerick's knuckle duster or something like that. Like Jerick was a, c- a character in Mortal Kombat Four that's never returned. Things like that. Okay. So. That's really cool. Use anything from mocap? Uh, I'm sure there probably is, but I don't know what it would be. He's, he is the best Mortal Kombat oh, character. No, not even close. Right up there with Bo Raichou. <laughs> yeah, so that that's good. It's it's a good little mode. It's basically a tower, but you use those abilities as you go. But I, it, it does have a massive... Like, I've just gotten up to this part. Like, I've gone... Like, it's been challenging, but not too hard. But all of a sudden, I've gotten up to this point where I'm facing a boss, and I just cannot even get close to beating him. He he can kill me in about three hits, and uh, and, and he there are part he goes immune to damage for about ten seconds for at times. Okay, so, so I just I have no hope. I can't even get one round against him, and I'm sort of it's getting to the point now where I'm thinking I think I just have to stop playing that mode because I just can't get past him. I've been trying for a long time. Yeah, that that's okay. kind of frustrating. Yeah. The crypt is really cool. The, oh, they brought um, the crypt back? Yeah, they brought the crypt back, but now it's like a little mini one-person adventure game where you run around Shang Tsung's island from the first game and uh, and you solve little puzzles. And It's nothing too um, detailed or involved, but it's it's a nice little side game. Okay, that's yeah. nice at least. Any more jump scares in it? Uh, a few, because at one point you get Kenshi's blindfold, and when you put that on, you can see things that you can't see without it. And... Uh, and Occasionally you'll put it on and a big ghost will just jump out of nowhere and you have to quickly take it off before the ghost kills you. Ooh. That gave me a few jumps. It took yeah. me a while to work out that I could even take it off quick enough to avoid okay. being killed. So I just remember was... um, in Mortal Kombat 9, you'd be walking around the crypt and randomly a little monster would just jump on your face. Yeah. I'd be like, well, that's just mean. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty. And then you're on edge for the rest of the... Yeah. Yeah, um, so that's cool. And you see our characters from some of the previous games in there. Like I saw Ermac at one point. I love Ermac. Um, yeah, and then I got... And then you get items that belong to old characters. Like, I, I got Mataro's cracked horn. Ooh. So, yeah, and that allowed me to open a door somewhere else. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, and I've been running around Goro's lair. So, just like a lot of little fan service things in there. Yeah, yeah. And the story mode's good. Um, look, the story's rubbish. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's total rubbish. But, like, that's okay. It's Mortal Kombat. You're not supposed to take it too seriously. So... 
Yeah, I mean, it's fine. The the graphics are amazing. So, but every time it, there are times during the story where I feel like it is taking itself a bit seriously and it's trying to get you invested in some of these characters and I just find I can't. Like, particularly when they're trying to have emotional, they're having some emotional dialogue, but they're wearing like combat gear and <laughs> yeah. they just don't yeah, there's something about it that is a little uh on the nose for me, but it's the sort of thing I probably would have loved when I was a bit younger. Like maybe when I was a teenager, I would have really loved that story mode and, and wouldn't have seen the, the probably wouldn't have seen the lameness in it back right. then. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, I got to say, like I've, I played it all morning, as I said. And, uh, and when I don't, I mean, I often don't really have a lot of time for video games, but um, I did today because it's a day off. And, uh, you know, I'm finding when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it and I'm wanting to get back to it. So, okay. yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And you're going to come over tomorrow and we're yep. going to have a... We'll have our, little, our own little Mortal Kombat yeah, tournament. Yeah, we'll have our own little tournament. So I'm we'll, going to win. We'll, yeah, I don't know about that. But, yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll be good. One thing that's really cool about it is the, the level of customization in it. Like, you can really customize the hell out of your character. Oh, so a lot of the... The cosmetic and the play style, or is it... Yeah, yeah, and the play style. So, remember in Mortal Kombat X, you could... There were three variations of every character. Well, now you can create your own variations, and that includes little things like, say, for example, like for Scorpion, um, there are three... Every every character has three cosmetic differences that you can make. So, for Scorpion, it's um, his mask, Mm. what what type of spear he has and what kind of katana he has. Now, the thing about the spear and the katana is you don't really see or notice them. So right. I find that's a little unnecessary. I mean, it's it's good that it it's there. Cool. I just don't really care. But the, the mask <laughs> is really cool. And the same with um, Sub-Zero. Most of them have got one thing that you can really see, but the other two, not so much. So okay. it's good that it's there, but some of it's just not totally needed. And uh, and there's about 19 different... Oh, about, I reckon there's about 20 different skins per character. Oh, but, wow. But bear in mind, a lot of these skins really aren't different at all. It's more like there are three or four different variations, and all the other variations are just different shades of colours. Okay. Yeah, so... Again, I'm not complaining, you know, more content is great, but it sometimes appears appears as if there's a little bit more than there is. Okay. But, uh, yeah, and as you... And, you know, it's part of the incentive of... It, of to keep playing is all the rewards you get so you get more coins you get more um there's um hearts as well which unlock different things and there's uh like green soul fragment stuff that unlocks other stuff as well in the crypt okay so there's three different types of currencies and uh yeah and and the fighting flows really well it's a little bit difficult to get into at the start but um you know once you get the hang of it it's quite good and uh and I, i feel like you know all the characters play quite differently. So if you wanted to be a particular character, you could... Um, I mean, if you wanted to really master a particular character, you, you could. But then playing a different character, you might not be as good at the game. Like, that's okay. kind of how it works. Apparently, like, every second person online plays as noob Cybot. <laughs> so I haven't played online. I probably never will. But, yeah, he's pretty cool in it as well. Yeah. The other thing about those custom variations is you can actually change their special moves as well. So oh, really? Special, yeah, and, and their intros. And um, yeah, There's a lot of content there by the sounds of, of it. a lot of content, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I haven't actually unlocked a single, a single intro. So I don't know when they're going to pop up in the game exactly, but yeah. Okay. So... Hmm. So that sounds pretty good. It's a pretty lo- good. A lot of content. There's a lot of stuff there. If you're a Mortal Kombat fan, I would definitely recommend it. I don't think... It's not blowing me away or anything. I think, for me, that Mortal Kombat 2011 remake, like, that was really something special. I don't... I mean, whilst this game technically is a better game, if you compare the two, it's a much better game, really. Um, I'm not sure... I don't know where it would rank in terms of all the Mortal Kombats, but it's definitely up there, like, okay. among some of the best ones, so... I like. It. I think it's a, definitely an improvement on X. I okay. Say. Yeah. So. What would What would you say is your favorite Mortal Kombat game? Oh, I think that 2011 one. Mortal Kombat Nine. Yeah, I did really love that one. But then I love Deadly Alliance and Deception as well. They were both great games. I really loved Deadly Alliance in particular. That was awesome. But this is up there. Like this is right up there. Up there. Okay. Some of the best. Yeah. And there's already DLC announced, like Shang Tsung and. 
Nightwolf and, and Spawn. Spawn, yeah. And I think there's two others that they haven't even announced yet. So, um, yeah, it's all looking pretty good. Like, uh, it's a very solid franchise, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and it seems like it's only really, you know, since it's come back since 2011, mm. it's really just been on the up and up. Yeah, know? it has been. There's one thing that kind of frustrates me a little bit. It's the lack of uh, sub-bosses. So... Like, just having Goro... I mean, they, Goro was a playable character in the last one, and Shang, Shao Kahn is a playable character in this one. But, you know, I'm, Mataro, I guess, is hard to program into the game, but, like, I really miss him. I'd like to see him in another game. And Kintaro as well. Kintaro hasn't been playable ever, really. So, yeah, not, not with this current was. gen. So, yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of that. But, you know, it's a small gripe. It's a very, very good game. Okay. Mm. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. And speaking of games, though, E3, right around the corner. Yes, like it's tomorrow. E3, E3 Eve at the well, moment. I think it's, it's pretty much, it's it kind started. of started, yeah. It has started. Well, the Google, um, what was it called again? Oh, um, Google Stay something or whatever. Yeah. Stadia. Stadia, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so that's, we were talking about that just before we started recording. So this is like a new way of um, playing games, isn't it? It's kind of like a Netflix version of games, is that it's right? It's like, yeah, in the concept, like, Instead of, you know, downloading the game or playing the game off a disc, you're streaming the game to you and playing it like that. And then, so I guess it essentially you wouldn't have to actually download anything. And you are just kind of, a lot of games you are just renting or whatever. You know, yep. you're not buying them for life or whatever. So, you know, it's pretty interesting concept. I'm interested to see how it turns out because they released some specs and stuff about like how good your internet needs to be for certain things. But, you know, if it, if it ends up being a success, I think that it would be pretty revolutionary for the future of gaming. Yeah, well, like, I think so. Yeah, it that might remove just, consoles. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, and just not having to like, not having to download or anything. And then I assume I'm not sure how it works with like what hardware you have, but then it could possibly open up to more people if it requires you know not as great hardware compared to some other people. I guess maybe what it does is remove clutter as well yeah i'm big on that i've got way too much stuff well i don't really i'm pretty clean but there's uh you know i i imagine what it would be like if you didn't actually have to have a physical copy of everything there is something nice about having a physical copy like a a blu-ray or or a um or or a game case or something especially if it's some kind of special edition yeah and it feels like a little bonuses and it feels like a little trophy cabinet on your on your wall the same way people do with books like they have all these books all over the place and their bookshelves and it is kind of like a little window into your personality yeah and that's kind of cool so i wouldn't get rid of it completely but sometimes i just want a bit more space as well yeah and you know my old playstation 3 and my uh you know my Wii U and all that it, it's just collecting dust and I kind of just wish that that wasn't physical that I could yeah just, yeah so you know uh, I, it's interesting we'll see it's where we go see. I mean they already showed you know that you know, Destiny 2 is going to be on there yeah yeah. so that's pretty exciting I'm a big fan of Destiny 2 and, you know, that's moving off um, Battle.net now and onto Steam yep so big change of that because they're now self-publishing I don't know if you're aware no I wasn't yeah so now Bungie is producing developing that game all on their own they're not getting any um support from activision or sony anymore hmm. i think officially in september is when they're completely on their own so it's pretty exciting for them it is and, exciting. and you know bungie's been around a long time you know they made the first however many halo games and yeah, i'm glad to see they're doing their own thing how they want to do it now yeah that's great yeah I like Bungie. I've never really gotten into Destiny, but well, uh, you might this might be a good chance chance for you to get into it. Yeah, I guess. Well, it is going um, free to play, so okay. for at least the first year of DLC, so you could easily pick it up, see how you like it, with no real risk to yourself. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's just so many games. It I is a lot of games, and that's that little... is a big time sink, Destiny. Yeah. 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 So, no. Anyway, this is a movie show, believe it or not, called the Movie Lab. So we'll start talking about some films now. Actually, we wanted to preview some of the bigger titles that are coming out in the second half of the year. Right, this is your second half of your movies for the year? Yeah, yeah. So movies that I'm... Well, I don't know if I'm looking forward to all of these, but some of them are... They're all movies that are of note, I think, that are coming out in the second half of the year. Okay. All right, so I'll pump through them now. Uh, First one, this comes out... Next Thursday, actually. Men in Black International. 
Uh, it's at the new Men in Black with yeah. um, Chris Hemsworth and and so we'll I forgot her name. Forgot her name as well. She was in Thor Ragnarok. She was in Thor also Ragnarok. with Chris Hemsworth. Her name is Tessa Thompson. Hey, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I like the Men in Black series. Men in Black One is great. That's yeah. like an A plus movie. For I me. love Men in Black One. The other ones I didn't care for. Men in Black Two is pretty ordinary. Yeah. Actually, that's actually a really bad movie. I don't really remember Men in Black Three very well, though. Oh, uh, I saw that kind of recently, within yeah. the last How few was months it? or so. It's it's decent, decent. It's a bit forgettable. Yeah, well, you've, you've forgotten. Oh, that. Yeah, but it's okay. I think um, I don't. You know, there's really no reason for a sequel, but other than it's a it's a title or a brand, um, you know, a franchise that everyone's aware of, so it's probably going to make a bit of money. Yeah. So I, I really don't have very high expectations for it. No, we'll, we'll see. I, maybe they'll have a. You know, they had a good dynamic in Thor Ragnarok. Maybe they'll keep that going in there. Yeah. Maybe that's I about guess. the most. Like I don't know what to expect from it, but you know. I'm not expecting much. Yeah. I'm really not expecting much from <laughs> Men in Black International. So, but we'll see. I mean, I like Men in Black. So, I wonder if Will Smith will make a really tired old cameo. <laughs> like, remember me? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I kind of hope not, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, next one, Child's Play. Now, I am looking forward to this. Now, this is definitely a money grab. Well, I don't know if it's a money grab, because how much money is it going to make? But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the new Child's Play. I'm a big, well, I'm not a big Child's Play fan, but I am a Child's Play fan. I've seen them all, and uh, it's actually a funny little series. It it starts off pretty ordinary, and then it, it it's only when it starts to really not take itself seriously and become a bit of a becomes a bit of a parody of itself does it start to get really good. Okay, so um, it does seem weird it would take itself seriously in the first place because it is such a silly concept, really. Yeah, the first one's a reasonably serious film. The second one. I don't know. I don't know if it's that serious, but it's pretty bad. The third one's awful. But then the fourth one, Bride of Chucky, is actually a really fun horror movie directed by Ronnie Yu, who's actually, he did Freddy vs. Jason as well, which is another really fun horror movie. So okay. Ronnie Yu's good like that. And then there's Seed of Chucky, which is kind of universally hated, but I thought that was really fun. <laughs> like that, that, that pushes that silly button really hard. Like that is a okay. very silly film. Um, and then they rebooted the series in one of the... Oh, this was such a good twist. But um, in uh, Curse of Chucky, or, yeah, Curse of Chucky, which is the well, kind of like the reboot of the series, mm. um, it the, the, like so it starts out as if it's a, uh, a remake of the first, but the twist... Oh, actually, I shouldn't give it away, should I? But okay. there is a very, very good twist. Okay. Oh, I kind of gave it away even in my setup. Oh, yeah, there's that. a twist. Right, well, but... I'm going to give it away because no <laughs> okay. one's going to watch it, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> the twist is that it's not a remake of the first. It's actually a sequel. Um, and I'm not going to totally give away how they how they okay. feel that. But that was really, really cool. A very unique sort of twist. All right, that's it's a bit like It's almost as if, like, just say they... I mean, this is a bigger franchise, but if they rebooted... Um, they did another Superman movie. So, right. okay, we're starting out with a new Superman movie. We've got a new Superman. And then halfway through, we find out that, oh, actually, this is all in the same universe and is a sequel to Man of Steel. But And the Henry Cavill Superman still exists, and this is just a totally different Superman. Okay. Like... Oh, okay. I think I see how that would work in that franchise. Yeah, yeah. So Because there's multiple dolls or whatever. Is that the kind of thing? Uh, yeah, well, that actually is what happens. But... Oh. Um, you find out that the, the rebooted Chucky is the Chucky from all the other films. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. It is really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This one, though, is actually a proper remake of the first one. Okay. So, unless we get tricked again, fool well, me maybe. twice. I've seen maybe. a few of the posters for it. They look pretty, pretty fun. Like, the ones of, like... The implication them being like Toy Story characters, like off screen being murdered or whatever by Chucky. Yeah, well, Mark Hamill's doing the voice of of Chucky. So, oh, is he? That's good. He's a good, very voice. good, very good yeah. voice actor. Does the Joker really well? So, yeah, we like him. All right, the other one. This is a big one. Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. Yeah, um, I'm not super excited for that. Honestly, um, I'm excited. I I I really enjoyed the first three. 
I'm really surprised they're making another one. Yeah, like, I am too. The third one seems to really tie it, tie it off with a... Um, yeah. yeah that, that seemed like it was all wrapped up and done. So I'm, I'm surprised they're doing it for the for, a fourth time. So we'll see how, how they go. Pixar have a really good track record. So I think I think it'll probably be good. I'm seeing it in Lux. My partner's a really big Toy Story fan. So okay, we'll again. be there. Um, have you been in Lux before? No, I haven't. It's pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, the sliders are nice. Okay. Yeah, they used to have big burgers, but now I think they figured that sliders are a bit better for watching a film. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, uh, just, yeah, I'm not super excited for it. Yeah, the trailer kind of looks almost rehashing 3 a bit too much, but... Oh, yeah, it yeah. does. It looks like they haven't really changed the formula at all. And even then, 3 also seemed to borrow a lot from the second one, so... Yeah, it did. So, that, like, we're one of them... I think Woody both times, is it? Or yeah, is it and then he goes, goes somewhere new... And then almost doesn't want to leave. Yeah, and then yeah. there's the, you know, the overseer or whatever it is, and he's really cuddly and friendly, but he's actually very bad and not yeah. nice. Yeah, you know what? Three really is just a yeah. giant rip-off of two. It was still a good film, though. No, yeah. But maybe they're just going to remake two again, <laughs> which <laughs> is fine, because two was pretty good. So, yeah. um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, um, it's the next, the first Marvel installment. After Infinity... Oh, not Infinity Wars. Um, the Infinity Saga. In, 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 okay, Infinity Saga. There yeah, you go. That's the official name of those first three phases, apparently. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, do you see the new poster for it? Uh, the only poster I've seen is the one with Spider-Man with all the stickers on his face. Yeah, that's a very good poster. There is a, the official poster out, though. It looks like poop. <laughs> really? Yeah, it looks horrible. Well, have you? Did you remember the Homecoming poster? The official one? No. It's also pretty bad. Oh, is that the one where he's wearing the yellow jacket? It's the one where it's like Iron Man is on it three times. It's oh. that poster. I'll see if I can find that. Well, I'm trying to find the new one for Far From Home. We, is it this one here? The one that's yeah, got... I think that's the one. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal in it. All right. Well, while you look that up, uh, I am... Yeah, I'm looking forward to this film. Another Spider-Man movie because there's so many now. And uh, most of them have been pretty good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Tom Holland's probably my favourite Spider-Man, I think. Yeah, I'd say he really, I think, captures the both sides of the character, the Peter Parker and the Spider-Man, pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Which this I think, is a really fun, yeah. funny kind of Spider-Man. And he does feel the kind of you know friendly neighbourhood kind of thing going for him. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I liked um, Homecoming. Is this? There's one thing about it. Oh, yeah, that's the poster there. If you want to see it, oh yeah, it's just not very good <laughs> um, for Homecoming. But um, it's got Tony Stark on it. It's got him on there like three times. I'm pretty sure. Why? I don't. I don't know. But um, imagine some flashbacks or something. Oh no, that's for Homecoming. That was the Homecoming one. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the really bad Homecoming one. All right, be yeah, the one that one you showed. That was. That one, that's pretty bad too. It's not as bad as Homecoming though. That yeah. one. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I was saying, oh yeah, Homecoming, I really liked it, but I feel like that film got carried by its acting and its writing a lot more than its visuals. Because it's kind of just not, for me, at least very interesting to look at a lot of the time. Mm. But, you know, that's whatever. But yeah, the acting and the, you know, the writing, I thought was all really well done in that. So I'm hoping for more of that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And um, going to get Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Yeah, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Really good. Yeah, so that's going to be very rarely in a bad film. True, Jake Gyllenhaal. So yeah, maybe this will be his first. Oh, well, it's not his. Well, first. it wouldn't be his first, but no. I yeah, he normally does pretty well when he yeah. makes his films. And I like Mysterio. I'm glad they're bringing that character into a, the mainstream. Me too. He's yeah. a. I think he's probably one of the more iconic Spider-Man villains. Yeah. Um. Well. I think he's one of the lesser known... Like, in terms of the mainstream, I, um, eh. I think he's lesser known. No, I always thought he was pretty cool. He is pretty cool, yeah. I mean, look, anyone who knows comics and actually knows anything about Spider-Man would know who Mysterio yeah. is, of course, but uh, I feel like layman's person wouldn't really know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, can, oh, speaking of bad posters, can you look up the poster for uh, Ready Player One? Okay. Uh with the really long leg. And well, I think I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's insane. I, I like it. When I put in Ready Player One poster, the first suggestion was leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
How what many people look at that? <laughs> is that? No, that's an edit of it. It's sure. insane. How many people look at that poster before they oh, no, eventually release it? Oh my god! Yeah, How and is the it same. So long? The same people that made that poster also made the Tomb Raider poster, the one, the most recent one. If you look that up, oh god! And she's got a really long neck. Was it with long body parts? I used to just got <laughs> that neck. <laughs> yeah, that is insane. She doesn't even look human. So, not sure what's going on there. That's quite funny. Oh, you know what? Another poster that really threw me when I was a kid um, is the one for GoldenEye 007 um, on 64. Like, if you look that up... Okay. And just say GoldenEye 007 funny mouth. And just see... I'm sure someone's pointed this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that? Yeah. I... <laughs> I only saw that for such a long time. And in fact, for a long time, I was like, why did they do that to his mouth? <laughs> I just, yeah. It is that, odd, though. Yeah. Can you unsee it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> why is his mouth like that? Oh, God. That's... Yeah. Well, there you go. So, fun with posters. All right. All so, right. another film that I'm looking forward to, or that's coming out. Is, oh, actually, I'm not looking forward to this at all. But the, the remastering or the remake of The Lion King... Oh, yeah, that's... I'll see that one. I haven't bothered with really... I saw Jungle Book. I don't know why, though. I don't know, wasn't even really a fan of the first one. Yeah. But uh, I'm not really going to bother with any of these remasters, but The Lion King is one that I, I will see, just because The Lion King was really special to me when I was a kid. That, that was the, yeah. one of the first films I saw in cinema. It's got a really A-list cast in it, too. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Yeah, But, I mean, that's pretty expected nowadays, but still, you yeah. know. Yeah, I can't say I'm too keen on any of those Disney remakes. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about it, but yeah, I like The Lion King and yeah, hopefully it's good. I mean, hopefully every movie's good. Now, this one I'm really looking forward to, uh, Midsummer. Oh, yeah, that's from the director of Her- Her- Hereditary. Hereditary. What happened there? I don't uh, know. <laughs> Hereditary, uh, Ari, Ari Aster. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That looks like a really intense, yeah. insane horror film and uh, I love I love horror films like that. Hereditary was my favourite movie last year, so hopefully this can match it or at least get close to it. Yeah, looking forward to that. I'll, I'll be seeing that like as soon as possible. Soon when as it comes possible. Out. When does that come, come out? Uh, 8th of August. Okay, so it's still a bit away. A little bit away, yeah, but really looking forward to it. I think it'll be great. Um, okay, the next one is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the new Tarantino yeah, film. Yeah. Apparently had a six-minute standing ovation. Six minutes standing over something like that. At, um, that seems uh, someone's exaggerated that. I think someone was just standing up at the back of the theater for about six minutes, and you know. So one so, guy. No, nah, I mean I don't know what happened, but apparently it was a six-minute standing ovation. Okay, all right. Well, hopefully it's good. I, I don't have too much to say about it, but I am looking forward to it. Now we've spoken about this a bit, but it chapter two. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I am. I'm going to rewatch the other one. Probably before this one comes right. out, be a I, um, bit more divorced from the book this time. Yeah, I mean, I've talked, I've, I've spoken about it on this show, but i I really enjoyed, oh, I really enjoyed the book. The film, I was a little underwhelmed by. Uh, so, you know, hopefully, this one can uh, match the book. Right. Yeah. So, looking forward to that. Now, this one I'm really looking forward to. Actually, uh, on the third of October, Joker is released. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, the one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. The, I really liked the trailer. I watched it several times. So, I mean, even though at the back of my head, I think this is a terrible idea for a film. Um, yeah, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, and it, it's not part of the DC universe, is it? Yeah, it's... it's, it's I mean, I don't know what's going on with that universe anymore. It really shouldn't exist, so I don't know why I'm getting no. so excited for I it. I mean, we were saying, like, it, it has to be good, otherwise it's just not good enough. Is the kind yeah, of, I think it has to be very good, yeah. otherwise it's not good enough. To yeah. justify it, it has it, to really justify its existence. Yeah. Um, which I, is a big, tremendous task. Unless it's really good, I don't think, I don't think it's going to justify its existence. Yeah, especially but, when it's such a beloved character like the Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Doctor Sleep. This is the sequel to The Shining. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, it was only written... Well, it was written a few years ago now, but... Uh, in terms of films, this is a long time after the original. So, so yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. Th- 
What do you have? You, you haven't read? I don't Shining. know much about okay. it. I know it's still it stars Danny Torrance, the okay. kid from the first one, as an adult who's troubled by what happened in the events of the first film. So that's about as much as I know about it. What I am a little excited for is the um, the director Mike Flanagan, who is a really good director. He's um, he's done a few horror films lately. He did Hush. He also did uh, Oculus. Okay. And uh, he recently did The uh, Haunting of Hill House. That, no, so he's Netflix got a few series. horror films under his bed. Yeah, he's belt. a pretty... Yeah, he has got a few under his belt. He's, he's pretty good with it. He's one of the better horror film directors at the moment. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate. We spoke about this a few shows ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, not really looking forward to it so much. It's Just... uh, kind of rebooting the franchise for like the fifth time or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but it's a sequel to the second one is what I understand. And it won't, it, it's going to ignore all the other films that have come before. Uh, is um, James Cameron involved in it? He's the producer. Okay, so that's right. It doesn't mean much to me. But, no, well, yeah. we'll see. Because apparently... Um Apparently, he didn't make any money off any of the Terminator films until this year. Because when he sold the rights, he sold them for a dollar or something. On the only condition was he got to direct the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a real passion project for him, Terminator. It's being directed by Tim Miller. So he directed the first Deadpool film. He also directed uh, Thor The Dark World, which was probably one of the worst uh, Marvel films uh, but it, you know Deadpool's quite good here's my little confession yeah Thor Thor Dark World I like it a lot more than the first Thor really oh well the that's fir- not saying I know much. but I'm just saying the first Thor is probably one of my least favourite Marvel films okay alright yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say that too I think that's that's a fairly popular I don't think theory it, isn't it I, I thought it was but I was talking to a lot of people and they all seemed to really like the first Thor I was like Maybe they just haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. The first Thor is a pretty ordinary film. Yeah. And, and the, the tripod leg is pretty is boring broken. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Tim Miller. Yeah, you know, Deadpool. He yeah. did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I don't really remember that film, but... Okay. Yeah, yeah that's something. Okay. Um, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. That's this year. <laughs> is it just me or is are people not really hyping this much... This up much? I mean, there's no trailer yet, but yeah, true. I mean, we'll say, I don't know. I'm. It's early on. Yeah, I'm not super like into stars. I mean, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm just. We'll see. It's J.J. Abrams directing again, yeah. For it, uh, I, think I believe so. so. Yeah, so double check. We'll see. Uh, yeah, look, I don't. Yeah, once there's an actual, Abrams. there's only a teaser trailer. But once an actual trailer's out, I think. I think people are a bit flat on Star Wars at the moment, aren't they? I think uh, in the wake, now that we have a bit of time to look back and reflect, I think most people now say that The Force Awakens probably wasn't as good as it was made out to be when it first came out. No. And, and it's it, it suffers a lot of those J.J. Abrams kind of things, those things he does where he like sets up things that never really can be resolved or just don't really work well overall. I thought most of the criticism of that film was that it was basically rehashed. Yeah, there's of, a lot of that too. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily bad, but it has, like, those wider story implications that kind of make it a bit silly. Like, about how there's, like, there's a rebellion still because there's an empire, but there's also a republic now, and it's just kind of confused about itself. Oh, see, that stuff goes way over my head. Yeah, I don't remember that's, any of that. That's, that's kind of a different conversation. And then a lot of the fans really didn't like the most recent one, did they? Yeah, and they're all wrong. <laughs> I actually really like that film. There's a lot going on in that, I think that just really works in a Star Wars story. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of criticisms of it that I just think are pretty unfounded. Like people don't like Luke's character, which I think it's I think it's a good good direction to take it in. But I know then, there I, were, yeah. yeah, but I was just saying cuz then I'm worried that JJ probably won't continue down that that way with it cuz that doesn't seem like the kind of story he'd want to make. I think that a lot of the I thought a lot of the criticism around it was around uh, it being quite uh, politically correct and very left-wing in a lot of its approach. I didn't think it and really it was that. Either. signaled a lot. I, I don't really remember the film that much, so I don't remember. I mean, so I have much. some pretty. I've heard some pretty weird criticisms of it. Where it's just like there's this. It really like to me takes a lot of Star Wars concepts that are already there and just kind of makes them the whole point of the film. 
And like people like there's like the joke, oh, it's just trying to subvert expectations or whatever. But really, it doesn't really. It actually plays a lot like most other Star Wars films, but it's just kind of more um like maybe more honest about it in a way. It's kinda of hard to explain. But like okay. it's kind of taking the ideas that have always been in Star Wars more to the foreground. Okay. Okay, next. Uh, an untitled Jumanji sequel. Okay, did you watch the last Jumanji I didn't. film? You know what? I nearly did like about a month ago because my uh, partner's brother bought it for us on DVD <laughs> just as a Christmas present. And we went to put the disc in and it didn't work. And then we tried to eject it and it wouldn't come out. Oh, so we no. spent a long time trying to fiddle with it to try and get it out. And the only way to get it out, because um, I had it in my Xbox, and I don't know if you know this, but um, you can, on the side of the Xbox, you, if you put like a small, like something quite thin in mm. there, like uh, what we did was we got uh, a hair tie and cut off the the round bit at the end. Right. Whatever that is. And, um, and, and poked that through. And you can kind of shimmy the disc out. Oh, wow. But it scratches up the disc and ruins it. So okay. you get the disc out of your machine, but at the expense of the disc. So, okay. so what you do is you really, you, you just like, you get something and you, you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it just scratches up the whole thing, wow. but it, it shimmies it out. And that's what I was forced to do. Uh, so I got rid of it, but the disc was completely ruined and we didn't get to watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't seen it because of that. All right. Well, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's actually a pretty fun little well, apparently it's very good. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's just like it's has a lot of fun with its concept. Doesn't take itself very seriously. It's just yeah. like a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now this one, I think that's about it. Really, I, I had um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on here. That this is actually in Australia. It's set for release in February 2020. So it's not really a second half of the year one. No, well, it's because it got moved back. Oh, okay. Yeah, thought- worldwide because of the whole. Fixing up the Gotta mistakes. Fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. I wonder how this is. They're under so much pressure now. Like, what are they going to do? What, what if Sonic comes out? I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, they're reanimating Sonic to They've look redesigned his redesigning look, him to look different, uh, more like he did in the games, and not like some crazy. I think they should redesign character. him, but make him look just like a normal person. That's just blue. He's just like a blue person, and they With never like blue spiky hair. Yeah, and they just never acknowledge it. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a headshot. Ugh, it yeah, looks yeah. awful. Though. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Funny, though. Even if they fix it, I don't think the film's going to be particularly good. Yeah, just save your money and yeah, just release it the way it is. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to please Sonic fans. I think that's a ah oh, no, that's way. been known from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, that's about all the movies that I had left. There was one movie that I had here, still on the list, that I know is not coming out this year now, which was the Spawn movie. Hey, is that actually coming out? Well, what I last heard was that... Uh, what's his name? Todd McFarlane had finished the script. And it, for a long time, there was this story that Todd McFarlane was working on a script, you know? And I, it was going on for so long, I just started ignoring it yeah but then he came out one day himself and on a, on his twitter feed and and posted a video saying like showing the script and said like i finished it it's done we just need to get it financed I'm like okay sure i don't know how long that's going to take then i hear like probably about six months later that um jamie fox has been cast as spawn that's and that's right. in imdb yeah and that jeremy renner has also been cast as twitch which sam and twitch were two of the um detectives in the spawn series yeah. and uh it's going to be set from the perspective of twitch and not spawn okay um so okay so you've got two big cast big names cast already the script's been written presumably like this is all moving ahead but i haven't really heard anything about it since and last i heard was that he's still trying to get it financed mm. so I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, is this still going to happen? I've got no idea. I guess no one wants to touch it. Yeah. It is weird. Uh, that's the other thing. Todd McFarlane wants to direct it himself. Okay. That might be the caveat that's kind of stopping Possibly, it. Possibly, because he's never directed before. Yeah. How's that going to turn out? I don't and know. And especially now, I feel like if this was like 10 or 15 years earlier, that might be fine. But I think now there's a certain expectation about superhero films. Well, I think Blumhouse are the studio that... Um, are the ones that might be backing it. 
Okay. So Blumhouse are known for making really cheap horror films. Yeah, so... So I could see Blumhouse going for it. Let's hope it's not too cheap. Yeah, let's hope. Well, I mean, Get Out was a Blumhouse film. That's true. Yeah, uh, so was Truth or Dare. <laughs> There's a lot of bad Blumhouse films, but some good ones too. Yeah. So they're an interesting Let's see, you know, how much of Get Out is because of Blumhouse and how much is it because of... Um, who's the director? Kevin Peel? Is it Jordan Peel? Jordan Peel? Yeah. Yeah, it shows how much I know. <laughs> um, oh, well, ultimately, yeah, yeah. you know, the director well, so, and the so, cast make the good film. Yeah. Um, the studio only has so much control, but... Uh, hopefully they give Todd McFarlane creative control because he's the character, uh, the creator of Spawn. Sure. So, yeah, um, I, I hope the film gets made. I like Spawn. Yeah. So, but I, obviously it's not coming out this year. Yeah, yeah. Came, if it comes out this year, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, very. No, it's not going to come out this. Maybe year. Maybe we're going to finish the show, and then we'll see an announcement. You know. Maybe it's coming, the trailers get out. It's coming out December thirty first this year. Might come out twenty twenty. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right, well, that's about all I had for that. So, Damien, unless you have anything else to say, it might be time for our Rotten Tomatoes game. Ooh, okay. Very exciting. What is our theme for this week? Uh, Okay, so I'll be quizzing you this week, and the theme is monster movies. Very appropriate with uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. I haven't seen that. We'll probably review that. Well, actually, the next show we'll do, we'll do an E3 review. Yeah. Um, I think we'll just focus on that, because that will take some time, I think. And then after that, we might review Godzilla. Okay, all right. So, okay, Rotten Tomatoes game, monster movie. So the first film is uh, the 1958 the, uh, version of The Blob, the original. Okay. Uh, and do you think it had a higher or lower tomato score than Tremors? Tremors being the... The what, groundworm Yeah, film from what year? That had Kevin Bacon in it, or I don't know what year. Uh, I'm going to say it had a higher. The Blob had a higher one? Yeah. Is incorrect. Ooh. Blob had a sixty-six percent. Tremors had eighty-five. Ah, uh, they got bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Damien's on zero at the uh, moment. Okay. Now you have to beat your own score of six. Right, and you had six as well. No, didn't I you? got five. Oh, oh did, I, I don't you... know. I have to listen back. I got um, five or six, something like that. I think you beat me. I think I got the first five right, and I was like, "Well, this is easy." Yeah, that's true. Right. I got the last five wrong. <laughs> so yeah, okay. All right. Um, okay, so Tremors on 85%. Cloverfield, higher or lower than 85%? Oh, I want it to be higher. Um, I love the film. Yeah, that's a good film. 85 is pretty high, though. It is pretty high. and it's... It did split some opinions, Cloverfield. Yeah, that's the thing. I did really like that film. Um, I'm going to say... 85 is so high. That's probably Is that one of the higher ones? Actually, don't tell me. But I would assume that's one of the higher ones on the list would be 85. So I'm going to say lower. Yes, that's correct. Okay. 77 for Cloverfield. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, still pretty high. All right. The Descent. The Descent. Oh, that's... Um, higher or lower? The film about the women that go into the cave. Yeah. Monsters that is actually and, a very well-liked film. That is a very good film. The yeah. Really but will it have higher than 77%? Because it is... Yeah, horror monster kind of film, and those don't tend to do great. Not with critics, no. No. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say lower. It was higher. Really? Eighty-five percent. Wow. I didn't think it was that well liked. That is, it is a very good film. It is a very good film. They made a sequel to that. It's not a very good sequel. Yeah, it didn't look very good. Yeah. So that that is a great film. It's really. um, If you haven't seen it, check it out. The Descent. It's. a film about these women that go cave diving and um and a lot of it is sneaking through really tight yeah, it's small very claustrophobic cave. it's a very claustrophobic also if you film. get the chance watch some like behind the scenes stuff cuz it's like really intricate how they set up those sets and the lighting for them gosh yeah it's really really interesting yeah it's a it's a difficult film to to watch at times cuz it is like very claustrophobic yeah. anyway so they go in there and they find monsters in there and uh yeah it's um, just nasty. Um, okay, so the next one, the thing, John Carpenter's Carpenter's higher than eighty five percent, higher or lower higher than eighty five percent. The thing was originally the thing from another world, which I've seen. I saw that in media class in like year 
10 or something. Right. That has not aged very well. And it's just a guy in a yeah, suit. This is a guy. Yeah, this is a guy. And they're yeah. like, they like electrocute him or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a completely different... There was one really scary scene in the original... Well, not really scary, but chilling scene in the original thing from Another World where they're trying to... They can see something underneath the underneath the snow mm-hmm. or underneath the ice sorry and they're trying to work out how big it is so they're like okay everybody spread out and get to the, walk to the edge of what you can see and they spread out and spread out and spread out and they're like oh wow and then it cuts up uh, like a, a, it's a wider shot from above and you can see they're all in a big circle like a flying saucer oh that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. it was actually quite and the music was really good too the score yeah. worked really well with that scene um okay didn't, so but this yeah. is John Carpenter's yeah, yeah. the thing which completely changed it yeah, I didn't. Didn't that film bomb? Uh, I don't know. It, I feel like it didn't do well, at least initially. So I'm going to say lower. Yes, but yeah. only just eighty four percent. Oh wow! Yeah, eighty four percent. So you're on two here, Damien. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I don't know if you're going to remember this one. The uh, 1998 version of Mighty Joe Young. No, I do not know. Do you know anything about this film? No. Okay, well, Mighty Joe... Well, you're going to have a hard time guessing then. Uh, Mighty Joe Young is about a giant gorilla. Um, Okay. Not like King Kong. Um, This is just a freak of nature gorilla that they find out in the jungle. So it's very... Like a really, really big gorilla, but not like big enough to climb the the Empire State Building. Okay, I'm going to say lower. Yes, okay. just the fifty-five percent for Mighty Ooh. Joe Young. Oh, poor Joe Young, Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> um, all right, uh, okay. Next on the list, Species. Species. I've I don't never think, seen Species. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh wow! Again, this is going to make it hard for you to guess. Um, it's a movie about an alien that takes over this um, this woman's body and starts killing others. Actually, I think I have there's about, that. There's, honestly, there's about five or six of them. There's a lot of s- sequels. I think I think your dad has it on DVD. Yeah, actually, I know exactly what you're talking about now. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, though, but I do know it. Um, so higher or lower than 55%. 55%. And this is the first one of apparently a franchise? Yeah. I'll say higher. Lower, 44% for Species. Ooh. Okay. Now, uh, Godzilla, 1998. So the Roland Emmerich Godzilla. Oh. I saw that in cinemas. What did you like? <laughs> I loved it at the time, but I was a kid, so... Yeah. Can't trust a kid's opinion. So what are you going to go with, Damien? Have you seen it? Yes. I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, higher or lower than... That movie's really not true to Godzilla, as in the original no. Godzilla films at all. Um, I'm going to say... Lower. Yes. Okay. 16%. Okay, good. For Godzilla. So you're on four. You're doing all right. Okay. So, you need to get the next two right to equal. All right. I can score. do that. All right. Easy. So, Godzilla, 16%. Higher or lower than Leprechaun in the Hood? Oh. oh. There are so many Leprechaun films. There are. Which one? Is this like the fourth one? Oh, who knows? There's one where he goes to space. That's true. As well. In the Hood is probably funnier than that, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Lower or higher than 16%. Yeah. Leprechaun in the hood. Oh, that is a hard one. So I guess it's hard because... I haven't actually seen it. That's the thing. I was like... You've seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh. That's why... Because I know of it. I'm like... Is it... Will people like it because it's silly and dumb intentionally? That's yeah. the thing. But it's like... It can also try and be silly and dumb, but actually just be dumb. Yeah. So... Yeah, right. So you've got a bit of a dilemma here. Yeah. I'm going to go higher. Yes, you're correct. Okay. 22% for okay. Leprechaun in the Hood. Okay. All right. Now, last on the list. Yep. Troll 2. Higher or lower than 22%? Lower. That's pretty easy. Yes. Okay. 6% for Troll 2. That, that's a classic Troll 2. Yeah. R- notorious for being one of the worst films ever Yeah, made. that's what I was like. But only in hindsight. I think at the time, I don't think anyone really thought of it much. No. So it wasn't It uh, wasn't getting so bad it's good yeah. ratings. 
Is that the one that has like, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look that up if you haven't seen it. It's very yeah. funny. Oh, that is a classic. Oh, actually, I really need to see that film. Well, yeah. maybe I don't. <laughs> you need to see that scene. That's yeah, it. Well, I've seen the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the trolls look terrible. It's obviously just guys in masks. I think there's like some really weird story behind that production as well. Yeah. Like it has different names and something in different countries or something. Yeah. It's a whole mess. Yeah, they're always the best ones. Though. Yeah. Like the room. Like there's a whole story behind that. Like it's just a complete mess and Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I love it. Alright, Damien, I reckon that finishes us off for today. So, I'd say so. Uh, how long have we been going for? Uh, we've been going for 50 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I thought we were going to be a bit shorter today. So, alright, so that's, that's the end for us today. Um, uh, next week, we are going to record our uh, review or recap of E3. So, yeah, everything. It, well, it's, it's going on at the moment, but all the main stuff, I think Microsoft are on tomorrow. Yeah, it really kicks off tomorrow. Yeah, and, and then, then the Nintendo week, are on really. after that. Any last little um, hopes you have? for? Uh, we were talking about this before we started. Kung Fu Chaos 2. Yes, Make Kung it Fu happen. Chaos 2. Make it happen. Yes, I want Kung Fu Chaos 2. That was a good game. Yeah. Good multiplayer fighter. Real fun game. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it might be terrible. We haven't played it in no, years. No, I'm pretty sure that would hold up. Okay. I, it was, I hope it does. It was fun, yeah. So, Kung Fu Chaos 2... Uh, I said I wanted Simpsons Hit and Run to... I mean, these are all never going to happen. Really, Snowboard Kids 3 or... Actually, I think 4. No, we found out there was a Snowboard Kids 3. Yeah, on DS or whatever. On DS, So, Snowboard Kids 4 or just a reboot, you know? Yeah, just... Or Snowboard Kids Ultimate where they bring them all together. (laughs) Everyone's here. Yeah, everyone is here. And like, every stage is here. What the hell is this? (laughs) That'd be great. Um, Okay, but realistically... Some I I think what I what I'm hoping for is um, some Mario Party DLC, a lot of Halo Six lot of Halo. stuff, maybe the Harry Potter game as well. Yeah, um, some franchise that we haven't seen in a while getting resurrected, getting a sequel that would be F-Zero. great. F Zero, F Zero, I that unlikely. I, I, I shared a yeah. video with you on. Um, did yeah. you watch that? I haven't watched that yet. No. Okay, it's pretty good. It talks about. I might. I'll, I'll attach it to the description in this one. Yeah. I'll also attach that hit and run. Um, the the why there aren't any Simpsons games. Yeah, that's I, a, I that's, said I'd do that's that for the last one. one, but I didn't. So I'll attach that as well. So. Uh, yeah, really. Also, I just wanted to make a mention. Um, Arlo, uh, a YouTuber oh, yeah. that I really like. He's a uh, uh, he does Nintendo stuff. He's a gaming YouTuber, and uh, he pops up as a as a Muppet. He uses a little oh, sorry a puppet. We're not allowed to use Muppet. That's trademarked. Yeah, it? exactly. So we need to sued. Yeah, yeah. So he uses a, a puppet. Um, so you don't actually see him, but he does some really good game reviews and general analysis on Nintendo and what's going on in gaming. So. Um, he did a E3 preview. He did two part a two part E3 preview. Oh, wow. So he's um, really good. So check him out if you're into that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair All enough. right. Huh? Cool. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.